Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox of Doctors Nutrition. We continue our journey to better health through proper nutrition, supplementation, and knowledge. And now, here are Drs. Fox and Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Thank you for joining us here with Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Hi, I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And we're going to have a little conversation with you today about, or let you join into our conversation, about something that we see an awful lot, Janine, and that's the ADD and ADHD Yeah, problems. it's gotten more and more common over the years. Oh, it sure has. And, you know, you know, everybody looks back and says, oh, you know, when I was in school, I probably had a little bit myself. And, you know, attention is something that is... Everybody, everybody might have a little bit of attention deficit occasionally, depending on the subject, depending on if they're interested in what they're listening to. I mean, that all makes That's a difference. True. But today, it has just gotten so widespread and so much more severe. Right. And, you know, I think the, the component of the hyperactivity is something right. that we, we get an awful lot of uh, complaints from, from our you know parents that come in with right, their the children. Right, the ADHD. Right, the ADHD, the hyperactivity thing. And, you know, we always start out, Janine, with our our conversation with the with the patient or parent, so to speak, and say, okay, let's talk about first thing, diet. Right. I mean, that's got to be the the number one thing that that you and I uh, always bring up, and and of course we get an awful lot of resistance from that one too, because they well we have a really good diet. How many times do we heard that? We've heard a really good diet a lot of times, and when oh, then you start questioning, okay, tell me about this really good diet. Exactly. And everything is packaged processed food. Mm-hmm. Everything is, you know, you, well, we only eat at fast food restaurants maybe once a day or even even if it's twice a week. That's still too much. Um, exactly. And if you look at the chemicals that you're getting in the packaged processed foods and the sugar and mm-hmm. sugar damages the brain. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we've just found, so we can't believe it. I mean, I guess you should say, I mean, the more and more <laughs> we're doing of it, yeah. a lot of people are bringing their kids in for lab work. And that was right. one thing that we wanted to mention is that you can definitely do lab work on kids. Now, of course, if it's a one-year-old, no, we can't do our full panel. Well, you don't usually I mean, worry about exactly. ADD one year I don't know. Some people say, I could tell it started from birth. But um, <laughs> anyway, you know, it depends. If a kid's a certain size, they can definitely do our full panel. And mm-hmm. we do check a lot of stuff on them. And it's uh, what we're finding is kids that mm-hmm. are, I had a four-year-old, I had a seven-year-old, mm-hmm. already insulin resistant. Yes. And insulin resistant at that age and pre-diabetic, the seven-year-old, mm-hmm. just recently. When you start getting pre-diabetes, and all the teenagers we're checking right. are, almost I mean, almost everyone. every teenager. Now, we do a lot of teenagers. I mean, I've not done as a much lot. in the real young group, but since we have been lately, it's amazing that they're as bad as the teenagers we're checking. They are. And they're having lab work that look like their grandparents. You know, that, that's the thing that I think the striking thing, and then this is what we always tell the parents, you know, here you have little Johnny or Sally, and they may be 12, 14, 15 years old, something like that, and they are starting to show the pre-diabetes state that usually we didn't see till 55 to 60 or right. maybe in that group. And now we're seeing it in that teen, young teen. That's why I say when they're, about, when they're about 15, their grandparents are about probably 55. 
60. And they're saying, well, yeah, well, their grandma has diabetes. Well, you know what? That's what they're headed toward. But it's going to happen a lot younger, maybe even in the 20s. And it's not the type 1 diabetes that you've heard of with kids because type 1 diabetic is a total different story. Type 1 diabetes is pancreatic failure, usually due to like a virus or some other underlying cause. Um, That is not what we're talking about. We're talking about type 2, which has always been called adult onset diabetes yeah well, well years ago they taught it uh, they called it yeah. adult onset actually nowadays they're, they're, not. they're just seeing diabetes mellitus type 2 and, and right and for good reason because we're seeing it in such young people we are we're seeing it in the kids now and you can only go back i mean yes you know everything might be genetic component where you're predisposed to it genetically no doubt but what you're eating is definitely what's causing it early yeah and, and i think that's the thing that we always try to get the parents to understand okay look you know, if little Johnny or Sally is having a problem, the one thing, the first thing that you need to look at is diet. Now, right. you're granted, there's, and we're going to be talking about some things that you can oh, do. Oh, we're definitely going to talk about yeah. other things, but, but we, we have to get this out of the way first. Right. Because we're seeing such a high amount of it. And everybody that is bringing these kids in that are attention deficit, even at young ages, even if they're not overweight. We're no. not talking oh, about no. just, we're just not talking about chubby kids. We're no. talking about thin kids. Yeah. They're thin. But they're still getting insulin resistant. They're, they're showing signs of that metabolic syndrome. You know, we see an awful lot of these people. You know, when you get into the metabolic syndrome, it's not just insulin resistance. It's, you get these other problems. That's like, true. You know, like the high triglycerides. You know, that's the they, main thing we're seeing in a lot of their lab work. Right, which does show, you know, that's the first stages of insulin resistance, but their insulin may not be that high yet. But they're, they're unable to process and unable to handle the foods that they're taking in. And, you know, we get into that. We, we always talk about food. So, okay, sugar's a biggie. And then, of course, you get into the grains. We, you know, you and I are anti-grain. Um, and so we, we, we stress that to the parents. And one of the things that we talk about with parents, you know, if you're going to feed little Johnny or Sally, they're going to eat wheat. You know, you're getting wheat that has been processed probably beyond recognition. And it's being grown and you, they use glyphosate on wheat. Now, a lot of people will say, I've had people to come out and say, well, wheat is not genetically modified. No, it's no, been it's not. bred. It's been, yeah. it's, been gen- it's been genetically altered due to breeding for certain characteristics. Throughout the years. It right. actually has way more gluten than it used to have. It has a lot more gluten. And, and, you know, and, and there's been some authors, and, and you know, I was recently uh, privy to a conversation with one of the Harvard researchers in this about they said that they don't think any human has the actual ability the enzymes to break down the gluten and gliadins and for that reason everybody has a little bit of an issue but most people don't it may not bother a lot of people right they may not some have people symptoms. it's worse than others right but you get these young kids and especially you know when we're feeding them you know vast amounts of you know packaged processed foods and we're talking about you know things like the breads the rice the pastas and so on, and then pizzas, et cetera. You know, all the stuff, the cakes, cookies, pies, et cetera. Everything. And fast food. All And fast foods. You know, you're feeding them a lot of these grains, especially wheat. Now, wheat itself may not be genetically modified. I'm not going to argue that point. The point is it has been bred to have more gluten. The second point is they use glyphosate. And, and we've had, I think we've had, you know, whole, you know, conversations about glyphosate before, but that's Roundup, basically, folks. And they use Roundup or glyphosate on wheat in the field they spray it to kill it so it will be dry 
early and they can combine it early and get it out of the field. Right. It's, it's not um, enhancing the growth. Well, of another food that's in all your packaged processed food is corn. Now, corn. it is 90-something percent is genetically modified. And soy. And soy. And it is genetically modified to withstand huge amounts of Roundup without killing it. Right. And, and for that reason, you're getting a lot of glyphosate. In your diet or yes. their diet. And Dr. Stephanie Seneff has, I mean, yeah. if you want to, you know, get some real good information about glyphosate, she, you could probably get online and look at some of her oh. interviews and some of her research. Mm-hmm. And she definitely has looked at attention deficit. I know she's mentioned to us because oh, yeah. she's been on our show before in the past, right. um, how it's, it tracks, you know, the more glyphosate that's showing up in the food supply. Right. You know, the more you're finding out these problems. And it's also tracking the diabetes. Right. And, and so it's also, as the glyphosate is increasing, it's increasing the risk of diabetes as well. Right. And one of the things that, ha- that happens with glyphosate, you know, and of course we, we've heard the, this expression, you know, all health starts in the gut. Well, glyphosate starts destroying the good bacteria in your gut, the microbiome or the good bacteria in your gut. Glyphosate actually damages those good bacteria. Now, glyphosate, and if you even if you you know look up uh, Roundup, they'll say, well, it's it's not shown to have any particular harmful effects on humans. Okay, we'll give them that, but it has a harmful effect on the good bacteria in our gut. And right, and that good bacteria in our gut is essential to the health of the humans. It is, and you know, what it does is it destroys what they call the shikimate pathway. And you know, you and I, humans, humanoids, do not have a shikimate pathway in our met- metabolic pathways. However, the little single-cell microorganisms that inhabit our gut do, and the glyphosate actually manages to destroy them or mess them up. Now, when you do that... Change the way they work. Right, and and of course, they can't function like they're supposed to. So what happens is you have a gut that's not right, and the gut that's not right makes the chemicals that the brain uses. You know, for years, Janine, everybody talked about serotonin, and, you know, we'd give people things like 5-HTP, which we do for some of these kids. We still do, yeah. We still do. But one of the things that was always said, well, that's a brain chemical. It's just a neurochemical. Well, actually, they found out now, and probably in the past year or so, that about 90% of that uh, serotonin is actually made in the gut. Yeah, the gut, and the health does start at the digestive tract. It sure does. So when we're talking about attention deficit... The diet is number one. Number one. Okay. And actually helping the gut health. So one of the things that we always recommend for attention deficit is probiotics. Um, Definitely. All of us, even if we eat. Now, we are going to recommend no grains. Um, it's even better to do no dairy. Now, yes. It's not as bad as the grains, but it's, well, it's better to do no dairy as well. Something like 60 to 70% of the people have issues with dairy. Exactly. It's a high allergen. High allergen. So we usually recommend you know dairy-free, grain-free. Right. The paleo diet is a good diet really when you start looking diet. at grain-free, dairy-free diets. Right. Um, and it makes a huge difference. And organic when possible. Oh, definitely. Um, always eat organic because then you know it's not sprayed with the Roundup. And you're going to actually get lower amounts of glyphosate, even though our rainwater nowadays even has traces of glyphosate. That's how bad it is contaminated. So you might get traces in any food that you eat, unfortunately, but you want to lower the amount that you get. Yeah, we used to talk about acid rain. Now we talk about glyphosate. Exactly. Rain, you know, um, so you know, so diet is always going to be number one, and stop the sugars, the sugars, the dyes. But if you stop processed food, you're going to be getting rid of a lot of that, right? Especially your dyes. Real food is not dyed. No. Um, so if you eat a apple, it should not have been dipped in red dye. That's if true. If it is, you shouldn't eat it. And again, organic only, and then you know it's not 
It doesn't have the chemicals on it. And even things, you know, and we'll, we'll point this out to you, even things like our supplements, you know, for instance, vitamins and so on. If you open a bottle of vitamins and they're all real pretty green, you they're know, dyed. they're dyed most likely. Or if they're all real pretty red, most likely they're dyed. And the very inexpensive things that you buy at the big box stores, most of them, they're very uniform. If you look at a lot of our stuff, people say, well, well, this batch looks speckles. different. It's, it's got, got speckles, speckles in, in it. it. Yeah, because we don't dye it. Uh, it, it has right. no dyes, no chemicals in there. So that's another source of things. Because I we have I always tell people, you, you pick up a yeah. bottle of vitamins and it has any color dye in it, don't buy it. Yeah, and we have parents all the time bringing those you know, in. They say, well, I've been giving him a, a, oh, or her a dye of Some of these kids' in. chewables on the market mm-hmm. that have aspartame. Yes. Which aspartame has been sh- been shown to be an excitotoxin. Right. And it's an excitotoxin to the brain. Exactly. And that will even make more hyperactivity mm-hmm. and will cause more problems and make actually damage to the cells in the brain. Sure So can. you don't want a lot of the stuff out there that they market to kids. Right. Um, those gummies that are all dyed and nothing but sugar. I mean, I look at some of these things that they're saying are vitamins and it's a joke oh, so it, if you think is. you're giving your kids vitamins you need to look at what you're giving them exactly because most of these kids vitamins out there are nothing but sugar and dyes and just something to sell you that's true now okay so we've kind of got the diet thing right. laid out for them i think by now you know we, we have ranted and raved about that's this right well, it's, it's one of those things that we think it all starts there so well, we know it does and because, we've even had parents that have changed their kids diets that's done it mm-hmm. and their teachers are like what are you giving them Yes. Well, they're not giving them anything. I had one just recently. Uh, parents had uh, two little boys. And the first, they started with one because real had a real problem. And, you know, we just, you know, we did some lab work on him, showing the first signs of insulin resistance, changed the diet, um, doing some things you know, that we thought that showed up that, okay, he's probably got a problem with handling, you know, the, the types of folates, a methylation problem. So we started changing some things there. And all of a sudden, and absolutely no drugs. Okay. Parent now says that, you know, the, the teachers have asked, what are you giving him? Yeah, because they can tell a huge difference. And, and and actually, the you know, mom's saying, we're not giving him anything. And that's a real big yeah. thing because those drugs, all the drugs that they use for ADD and ADHD are some pretty heavy-duty drugs. Oh, yeah. If you, that's another thing we need to talk about. Yes. I mean, when you look at what you're given, if you are giving your kid an attention deficit drug, yeah, something you know like that, Ritalin or something. Yeah, yeah, that drug is very similar to methamphetamine. Very. And would you give your kids meth? Would you say, okay, you know what? You're I hard to control. So. I'm going to give you some meth. You would never do that. Well, it's very similar. It's You're very doing similar. very, very similar to the same thing to drug them. Right. And it's better to fix the underlying problems so that they don't have the problem. And it's going to help them later on in life because they've definitely shown that attention deficit medication is considered a gateway drug. It is. It actually, kids that tend to do attention deficit drugs tend to do harder drugs as they get older. Well, if you think about it, I had this conversation. And not all, but I, but I the, had this but conversation. It is higher. I had this conversation just recently with a parent. I said, okay, you're giving little Johnny uh, something like Ritalin or Concerta or something. I said, what are you teaching little Johnny? I don't care if it's a sugar pill. What are you teaching him? You're teaching little Johnny that, okay, if you got this problem, we're going to give you this pill. You're teaching at a very young age, you've got a problem, take a pill. Now, when little Johnny gets older, little Johnny says, okay, I got a problem. I'll take a pill. And it's just one of those things where they just keep taking drugs. So, like I said, supplements a lot of times are in pill form. Um, but you teach them, and it's a vitamin. It's something your body has to have. 
your body never has to have a stimulant. I mean, the stimulants that they use for attention deficit. Your body is not deficient in Ritalin. No. You're never going to have a deficiency. Now, there are many deficiencies that are linking to attention deficit. Let's talk about some of those. Some of your nutrients that are essential. Mm-hmm. So we always recommend first change the diet. Mm-hmm. Get off the grains and dairy. Do Real food, not packaged processed food. Correct. Get off of the dyes. Next, definitely a probiotic because, mm-hmm. because there's so much in our environment that is killing our probiotics. Right. And then you got to look at nutritional deficiencies. And that's where the lab work can come in as well because vitamin D deficiency has been linked. Mm-hmm. Zinc deficiency has been linked. Very definitely. Um, zinc plays a role in dopamine production. Mm-hmm. When the zinc is deficient, it affects dopamine. When dopamine is deficient, it definitely makes attention deficit. So even some of the things that we use for attention deficit later, we always say do these steps. If it's not doing it, then we can go to stuff that actually affects dopamine. First, we would rather do the nutrients for your own body to do it. Well, it's much better if you can have the body to do its own processing. Especially as these little kids. I mean, you know, so you want... Zinc, magnesium plays a role. B6 mm-hmm. plays a role. Mm-hmm. So there's so many things. Basic nutrients. Basic nutrients. Mm-hmm. I mean, and believe it or not, there is many deficiencies in those areas. I even had a kid recently. Now, yes, he was attention deficit. His mom always says he bounces off the wall and drives me crazy. But that's not really what we were we were we were looking for. Really, when I did some tests on him, he was constantly sick. He had actually gotten staph infections, had to have IV antibiotics, then got yeast infections, and then. He'd go back and forth. Yeast. I mean, they, they could not get rid of the yeast, no matter what this kid do, did. Even his doctors were like, we can't get rid of this stuff in this kid. We don't know why. Mm-hmm. Well, his he was taking vitamin D. It was okay, which affects the immune system. I kept looking, and I finally told his mom, you know, zinc is another thing that is so important in the immune system. Let's mm-hmm. check it. His was rock bottom low. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was non-existent. And so I started him on zinc, and just his mom, one of the first things she's noticed, the yeast is still not 100% gone because once yeast takes a hold of you, but it's getting better. But she said the calming effect on him right. was what she has noticed instantly mm-hmm. is that he don't bounce off the walls anymore. Right. So that just shows, but he had a true zinc deficiency. Right. I mean, well, there's a lot of kids out there that have that, and the B12 is yes. another one. B12 deficiency. We um, see a lot of that when we do lab work. One. Because if you're not doing a lot of the really good foods, you're not getting a lot of these processed foods have the vitamins taken out of them. That's well, where they you, get the vitamins from to sell. Actually, is they take yeah. them out of the packaged processed foods and so a lot of people don't realize that and that's why a lot of times your cereals which we don't recommend eating are fortified because they take everything out to begin with and they're fortified with synthetic vitamins yeah any food that says it's fortified don't eat right it It shouldn't have to be fortified shouldn't have to be right. right and so you know going back so always diet mm-hmm. probiotics are a good one probiotics are big definitely looking all your nutrients and then another thing that is very deficient in the american diet is omega threes? Oh, it's it's almost non-existent. It really average, is. You know, it really is. Should be. You know, actually, in, in a perfect world, we'd probably have a one to one ratio between the omega sixes and omega threes. But nobody's going to usually have. That. Even if we had a four to one, you know, omega six to omega, that would still be okay and acceptable. It's twenty, thirty, forty, fifty times more omega sixes. How many of your kids eat? wild caught salmon exactly i mean grilled not fried right <laughs> not right. in fish sticks right not in packaged you know foods they don't and the omega-3s are getting less and less in the diet right. um your beef used to have more omega-3s but right. the way they're feeding the cows actually 
feeding them corn and feeding them the grains, they're lower in omega-3s themselves. So everything's right. getting lower and lower in omega-3s because of the way the animals are fed. So they're not getting it. That's right. And so that's another thing that I always tell people. Now, when you start fish oil, we have a liquid fish oil for kids. We do. That we specifically use a lot on kids because they can't swallow those giant pills because mm-hmm. you have to have enough of it or it won't work. Yeah, it's got to be um, big enough. Doing better. those again, gummies that are called fish oil for kids are an absolute joke. When you look there's a speck of fish oil. That's right. why they taste like sugar, because that's what they are. Well, that's what they are. Yeah, you're getting sugar, you're not getting fish oil. So again, it's making the problem worse. But the liquid fish oil is one way that we can get it in kids. Mm-hmm. And it's not an instant. Neither are the vitamins. Your vitamins and fish oil are not instant. No. So you don't take them, and the next day see a giant difference. Now, you which, don't. Which brings us to some of the things that we can There's do. things that you can do. And we always recommend, you know, Fixing the deficiencies, doing omega threes, right? Changing the diet, always first. Probiotics but, and cetera. okay, mm-hmm. had somebody say, okay, "I can't take this kid for another two months until this stuff's working. What can I do?" Right. So we do have things for that as well. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that we use a lot, if it's a mild case, now not as much in the hyperactivity people, but something called theanine. Right. Theanine is an amino acid that uh, actually it comes from the the tea plant, the right. camellia. Yeah. Yeah, and it actually helps with focus. It sure does. So it's more about focus. And what it does is it increases the alpha waves in the brain. And when those brain waves are more active, you're actually more focused. You're and paying it, attention. Yes. So it does not tend to make you sleepy either. So it's one that we even have a lot of adults take it. We, we even do. have a lot of people and it's used for panic attacks and anxiety. It's so true. It, mm-hmm. it can even help with that. Theanine is the safest. They cannot find. There's something called an LD50. Mm-hmm. Lethal dose at 50%. Right. Where you kill 50% of the people or, right. pot or animals. Or animals, whatever they mm-hmm. do it to, at a certain dose. And, mm-hmm. I mean, water can be lethal. They can actually no, find, I mean, mm-hmm. you can die from water. They can't find one on theanine. You yeah. can almost get an LD50 on almost anything out there. You can't on theanine. They can't find a dose at which it kills anyone. So well, the, the biggest thing that happens if you get too much theanine is you're going to get tired and sleepy. You can get sleepy with too much, but it's rare to get sleepy with a normal amount. Yeah, it's hard to take that much. Right, exactly. So it'd be way expensive to take that much. <laughs> it sure would. Um, even though theanine is not expensive, but when we're talking <laughs> about taking too much, we're talking about bottles a, a day. Yeah. We're not talking about a couple pills a day. No. So theanine is one that a lot of people do. Now, if you have the hyperactivity with it, um, GABA. Well, because that's another uh, neurochemical that's made in the gut. Yes, and it is a calmative. Mm -hmm. And it actually, GABA, and even theanine in the long run, theanine can actually increase your GABA some. Some. Mm -hmm. But then that takes a while, too. Just taking straight GABA, of course, is going to be pretty instant. And that is one that is kind of an instant. Mm-hmm. And we do have a chewable PharmaGABA mm-hmm. for kids. Right, we, we even do. have a liposomal spray in the mouth that has the theanine and the GABA in it, right. which we also use in little kids. It's hard to dose them other ways. Right. Um, so that's something. And GABA has been shown to increase your dopamine. Exactly. Which is a calming effect on the body. Which brain. is a calming effect. Which, again, brings you to another product. If the theanine and then the GABA don't mm-hmm. do it. Tyrosine. Right. Um, tyrosine is another. Most of them are amino acids. When we're talking about the attention deficit, most of what we can use is amino amino acids. acids. Because then you get into the tyrosine, which does increase dopamine. You can get into phenylalanine, which increases norepinephrine. Right. And then 
you can get into the 5-HTP, which increases serotonin. Right. So we, we, we always go on individual basis. Um, everybody's a little different on what's going to work best for them. Well, it's got to, it depends it on depends the primary on, symptoms. Exactly. Right. It depends on their symptoms. If somebody tells me they're also depressed or they get angry easy or they cry, if they get real angry, the 5-HTP works good. Mm, sure and does. we have a lot of people tell us that about their kids. They get, they're not just attention deficit. They get angry and mm-hmm. combative and things like that. So... Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of things you can do. And then there's some other things like DMG. Yeah, dimethylglycine or DMG, I think we've had a whole show on that. Oh, we have. We've uh, had Dr. But, Kendall on, which yeah, actually yeah. holds the patent for DMG. And so he's actually one that's been on the show, and he's done a lot of research with it. We've seen, uh, over the years, we've seen DMG just do some really remarkable stuff with these kids because it helps them use the oxygen better. It does have a, it seems to have a calming effect on the brain because it's all part of that well, methylation Well, because it, in, it increases you know. oxygen to the brain, and it does work on methylation. Mm-hmm. And it also, at the same time... Boost the immune system to keep them from getting sick. That's Which just is a plus. Never a bad thing. That is a plus, and probiotics do that as well. Right. So probiotics actually keep kids from getting sick as often. And when you know these kids at school, you know where schools everything goes around. Oh yeah. So if you can keep their immune system strong at the same time with like the probiotics or the DMG, that's always good. Yeah. So really, to kind of recap things, it's really pretty simple. We start out with diet. Diet is so big, and I mean, if you heard the first part of this. You know, Janine and I rant and rave about diet all the time. And the reason we do that is because it's so important. I mean, if it weren't important, hell, we wouldn't talk about it. Right. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even mention it. It's that important. So if you don't check the diet, don't change the diet, don't correct some of the problems you got there, you're never going to get it fixed. And, you know, it brings me to my definition of insanity. I always like to, to throw this at, the, at people when they just seem to not grasp what we're doing. The definition of insanity is if you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different outcome. Right. So we got to change something. So start with a diet. And then even st- though people think their diets aren't bad because the diet <laughs> yeah. in America has gotten so bad. It's got bad so bad. You might. That you yeah. think, well, I do better than the rest of them. Right. Well, it still ain't right. It's and still not say anything. How right. important is it for your kid's brain to develop properly? That's right. what you have to think. Because I always tell the parents. It's not just about you changing their diet. You have to change yours because if you're eating it in front of them, that don't work. No, that's true. So we start with our diet and then we start building the process of, okay, let's get some certain nutrients like the B12, uh, the, the probiotics, the fish oil. All these things are what's necessary to get the provide the right things, kind of nutrients. The, things the, brain. the body has to have. Yeah, like on that fish oil, that DHA, which is part of fish oil, it's docosphexanoic acid. 25% of our brain is DHA, so it's that important. Uh, if we don't get that, we're, our brain can't develop properly. So little Johnny and little Sally's brain is not going to develop properly. So we, it's really imperative to do that because, you know, remember, little Johnny and little Sally are, you know, the future. And, you know, that we need to be, you know, as parents, we need to be making sure that the future is in good shape. Yeah, so you need to, like I said, change the whole family's diet because yeah. it's going to take everybody changing in order to keep it that way. Exactly. So if we've changed the diet, we've added the probiotics, we've added the B12, we've added the uh, fish oil and so on. And then if you still have an issue after that, we can do the things like the various amino acids that we talked about, Janine, you know, everything from theanine um, all the way through the GABA, all the way through the 5 yeah, We even have so a on. product called um, Neurolink, which mm-hmm. is actually put together for attention deficit that has a lot of them, all of them all in there minute, together. Yeah. So, I mean, there's things that you can do together. There's things you can do separate. We, there's a lot of different things. And that's what we're here for because right. we are here to kind of guide you to see what might be best depending on what's going on. Exactly. 
and doing lab work if needed. And it's not unnecessary to do lab work on kids. We're finding problems. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. insurance don't like to actually pay for a lot of lab work on kids because kids are supposed to be healthy. And <laughs> so a lot of the pediatricians do not do a lot of lab work. And so I do say if your kid's having problems and there's you can't explain it, do some lab work. Make sure everything's okay. We find an awful lot of problems. So, yes, and, and we do use the, you know, our our practice if you will is scientifically based in the in the science is the lab work yep and if we do the lab work we can find some underlying problems maybe it's a thyroid maybe it's an adrenal function something like that we can fix those things we just have to know they're there and so we can do that so hopefully you've picked up a, if you've got a, a child or even yourself it's a little bit having some attention right deficit, adult so there yeah, is adult attention deficit there too. certainly is and what you're eating mm. is playing a role in that too and exactly. even some of the things that we talked about for brain chemistry help adults as well we oh, use it a lot in adults we a whole use it lot a in adults. huge amount in adults so <clears throat> we've given you some things to quote think about that's for sure and I know there's going to be a lot of questions, Janine. And, you know, the one thing we want to make sure is the folks know that they can call us anytime. Mm-hmm. Uh, all they have to do is call us at 800-824-0194. And, you know, we may be busy, but we'll get back to you. We always return right. leave our a calls. message. Right. People are always surprised when we really do call them back. Exactly. But leave a message if you call, because we usually are with patients during the day. But if you call, we will call you back. We sure will. And uh, hopefully they've gathered some information here from, you know, just listening to us rant and rave and talk about this thing that uh, they can figure out like, okay, maybe I do need it. These are some things I can change. And, and, you know, if you have questions about it, like say, call us. Uh, Any of our staff is pretty good about helping you with that respect. But, you know, you can call and leave a message for us. We'll get back to you. So I guess for now, we'll sign off and tell them to what? Live Live healthy healthy and and be healthy. healthy. So long, and thanks for listening to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox, a presentation of Doctors Nutrition. Please call our toll-free customer service number, 1-800-824-0194, for more information or with any questions you may have. Find out more online. Log on to DoctorsNutrition.com. Find the archive of shows and articles at DoctorsNutritionMedia.com.